I've got a quick walk this morning and I'll bless a child or whatever that means. God is the one that blesses, but I'll um, present the child to God and bless our newly wedded couple to Osi and Valentine. God bless you. Congratulations. I'll bless you. In, I mean, again, I don't know. You, you know, I'll bless you in a moment. You know what that means, right? Okay. But God has appeared to me of old and you know, one of the most inspiring things about this house is not the number of young people that come together. It's not how quickly you can mobilize. It's not what you give. It's not how much you believe in what you're doing because although that is important, it's vital to believe in what one is doing in a world where everything that is built from the scratch is mocked. Uh, people have become mockers. We can quickly mock things because we don't understand it. In that world, for you to have this kind of tenacity to keep pushing in the face of mockery and criticism, in a world where people believe that they can do things that they've never done before, they have logic and styles and system as to what works even though it never worked for them. So one of the things that inspires me is not the fact that you believe. It's the fact that you keep doing this in the face of all that. You may be seated. God bless you guys. Awesome. Barrow started powerfully this morning. Pastor Dapo, Pastor Dapo followed up. OC did an amazing work. Um, the new, new, new church order was fireful. Mama J, powerful word. Um, Dambozi, what a word. Um, and everyone, Tanisha, perfect. Well, this is what God is saying. So as much as these things inspire us, there is one thing, though, that inspires me a lot. And I want you to hear me out this morning. No cap this morning. No cap. So I'm not going to cap at all. No capping. Yeah. I'm there, right? Okay. Let me, because of the adults, yeah? No cap means I have no more hair. Like Valentine's head. No, no cap means. Pure word, no lies. What, what, one of, what inspires me is... Imagine, and I want you to imagine for a moment, the kind of, and I've been saying this since Thursday, but I don't want you to please, please don't pity me. It's not a pity stuff. The kind of pressure that is upon a person like me pastoring a church like this is tough. Because it's young, it's dynamic, it's not kind of seen before. So, Whatever you do is what I did. If it is good, it's great. And that's the time we clap. If it's not great, it's still me. Pastoring a church alone is a burden, is a problem. Because I saw my dad pastor all his life. If he's a happy man, I don't think so. Now, pastoring a spark nation is like pastoring a church and a movement. It is tough, but this this one thing though. So I'm not asking for pity. This is not complaint. This is not oh, don't know how busy I am. No, 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 no. And but but I can complain if I want because I can say God, you didn't. I didn't even ask for this though. But it's fine. It's beautiful. I'd rather do this than anything else. But this is one thing that inspires me. If I wake up five a.m. and I see someone's text, and I'm not soliciting for text, please. Because you can imagine how many that would then be again. 
But I wake up to see someone say, Sir, I'm excited for the word today. I can't wait. Wait, I know you would say, oh, I should have sent that. But that's not the story because I don't have the person's number saved yet. So I have to trace who is this. So I only recall who she is by previous text that she sent which I don't think I've replied yet. And in the previous text I was reading through, oh, Pastor, you know what I do? I just came back to Spark Nation recently and I see things like I'm now housed in the, in the house of establishment. That's where I live now. But before then, life was so mad. I was on drugs. I used cocaine. And not just that, I brought cocaine from France and Italy to London. And not just that, I also was involved in shipping guns. So I'm thinking, what guy is this? Then I realized it's a lady. Because that's why she's in house of establishment. Now, if I then look at weeks after and the person is saying, I'm very excited for the word. Believe me. More than the thousands or whatever number or hundreds of us here today, that inspires. Because I don't know the person one-on-one, -on -one, even though now I know. But I'm seeing transformation. I'm seeing a person that has access to make money another way and abandoned that because of the word, not because they were caught. Uh -uh, I, I don't think you're hearing me this morning. It's not because they were under arrest and somebody is chasing them. They remembered that they've been in a, in a company of people before who will give their lives. And the moment she clicked back, she has a house, like Mama Jay said, like a shed, a shed from the scorching sun to run into. What inspires me, I saw someone, I saw a video from the love house on sometime this week and I saw a Madi leading worship and saying let us lift up our voice and worship God I'm thinking is this Madi Madi does not have any Christian background Madi asked me if she can move from Nottingham or Northampton or one of the nothings This is why I get into trouble because then someone will say, ah, so now you're coming to nothing else, right? I saw her leading worship with passion. I, come, Maddie. I saw her leading worship with... She already looks like a church girl now. Who dress you up like this? Why? Why? Why do church people do this to people? Boom. There we go. You already look like a church girl now. That's Pastor Miriam's doing, right? Did she say you have to dress up me? She's not in service, so can we take a mic out of Pastor Miriam for some few minutes? The joke I made on, on, on Periscope about giving, mobilizing. A lady is already saying, no, are you one of our disciples? So whatever she says, she has to demonstrate it. She said, if a bear is chasing, once she mentions bear, she says, ah! David killed the bear, ah! Do you mind us preaching together, Maddy? You didn't even hear me because of my asset. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> okay, do you mind us preaching to all these children together? No? Sit down. Shush. 
It inspires me to see the transformation of life. And I already understand that. And don't, don't be mistaken. I can't change anybody's life. If I can, I would change mine right now. Well, no, I love to be with you. I love to be with you guys. You, you guys are cool. But if I can, the way these guys are looking at me, I don't mean it that way. I mean... No cop. So I can't change anybody's life. So, but what proves to me that there is God is the lives I see changing. What proves to me that there is the anointing is the fact that He can use a vessel like me or you that knows that we ain't worth stuff. If there was no cop. <laughs> Just wait till I'm preaching in Nigeria. You're going to think, oh. He's another man in another continent. <laughs> so that those of us who don't worth much, so to speak, that God can use us. And what the world we continuously see is our faults and our shortcomings. But what they cannot deny also is life's changing because of you. You are not perfect in the knowledge of Bible. You are not perfect in how many scriptures you know. You are not perfect in, according if you want to set Christian standard. Some of you won't even fit into some churches this morning. Talk to me. You won't fit in. Talk less of step on the holy altar. It's just that this is the altar of Atrium. Oh, no, this is, what's this again? That's what happens when you pass a spark mission. You forget everything. I, in my mind, we are in East London. <laughs> and so, what happens to you, and this is what God told me to tell you today, is going to be the first of the best days of your life. See, Lord, some didn't even say amen because they don't think it's necessary. If you are used to church, you will tell me, I've always heard that. But today, the 15th, right? It's going to be the first day of the best days of the years ahead of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, shout a believing amen. Today will mark the beginning of 2019 and all the things you've expected in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, shout a believing amen. Let me tell you why. In case you're looking at me and say, it's a church stuff. It is not. Let me tell you what happened. Yesterday night, as I was going home, I heard the voice of God say in my spirit, preach to them about covenant. And I lived all yesterday night till this morning saying, God, you haven't given me a scripture. I know many scriptures about covenant and I can go on Bible Gateway to talk about covenant. But I need you to speak to me. So when the lady texts me and say, I can't wait for the word today, I'm thinking, I don't even know what to say. So I wanted to text her back and say, um, sweetheart, because I know where she's coming from, so I don't want to disappoint her and I can see you though. So I wanted to reply and say, I, yeah, I, I hope so. But I text her back saying, God will speak to us. So I got into the office here and I started to pray and I said I can't really see anyone even though Pastor only took like 10 minutes to argue and I was hearing that argument and something says just stand up and say no they're doing their job but I know it's a trap he was also trying to obey something and then God said to me the scripture is in front of you open it just open so guys I opened and the first thing I saw here, this is random opening. 
the first thing I saw is Jeremiah buys a field and has a terrible prophecy to Nebuchadnezzar and Zedekiah the king. So I'm thinking, oh no, it's judgment day. He said, no, look at the other side. In my Bible, the first word you will see there is, this is the covenant. This is the covenant. Then I clocked. So I want pastor to read from verse 23. So when I say to you, and I'm not going to take time with this at all. When I say to you that if you're here this morning, God set you up for today to be the first day of the best days of your life. Because this old scripture here is a set up. This is not a thought true. I thought I came with my iPad and I would have put the word covenant in Bible gateway and I would have started putting words together. However, God wanted to tell you something. In 15 minutes, I'm going to begin to pray. I only came to make an announcement because I said to her, God, come Michael, come. Yes, you. I said to her, God will speak to us. Now, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 23. Even if you never come back to Spark Nation, I want you to remember this scripture today. I want you to join my faith with yours. I want you to remember how this came to be. And I'm not one that speaks about spooky stuff. Like, can you imagine I wasn't even expecting it? No. I try to know the scriptures. So it's not a matter of, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lead me where you want. No. He said, open the Bible. It is in front of you. Sit down. Jeremiah 31, verse 23. Someone is thinking, why did you remove him from his seat to sit here? Please wait for me. Verse 23 says what, man? This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. When I? When I bring them back from captivity. The people? The people in the land of Judah uh -huh. and in its towns will once again use these words. What words would they use, please? Can we all say the words that we use together? One to go. The Lord? I, I, I wanted you to say, but I can see it's like you're too young to say what the word of God says. It's blessings. So what what will they use again? Come on now, church. Turn to your neighbor and say you would use this word again, saying the Lord bless you. You you I need you to say till it sinks into the head of somebody. Because I know what you brought in here. Many of your problems. But I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you will use this word again saying, The Lord bless you. 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 One more time. Say to them, the Lord bless you. Who are you? Are you. Tell them again. Let them know that's what they are. They are not defined by their problem. You. You. Please, I'm sorry, but one more time. Do you believe that word? So you are not poverty. You are not lack. You are not sickness. You are not just a young boy or young girl on the street. No, you are a prosperous city. And what? Do you believe that's who you are? I say again, today will be the first day of the best days of your life. You prosperous city. Shout a believing amen. Why? Why do I say that today will be the best day of the rest of your life? Listen to the scriptures now. Go on, 24. People will... People will live together in Judah. And where? And 
it's time. Even farmers, the sowers. Farmers are those who move about with their flocks. Huh? Farmers and those of us who move about. You were in East London last Sunday. You are in Croydon this Sunday. Farmers. You know this has never happened consistently in the life of any church. It is the number one rule, yeah, for not growing. If you move from place to place, but look at what the word says. It said that people will live together in Judah, all the trap houses, and all its towns, farmers, farmers and those who move about, but they must move with their flocks. 25. I will refresh the weary. Is there any weary here this morning? God says it will refresh you. Listen, no matter how strong you are in life, there is a weary moment. But did you see what the Lord says it will do? He said, I will refresh the weary. You know, in your own age, you will still have the fire of revival. Kaliata. I just came to deliver God's word this morning. Have you seen many problems come against one person? If I saw, I saw a load last week, as in every minute, problem firing the phone. Till like Saturday night, till midnight, big issues. Ba, 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 ba. What do you do in those kind of circumstances? When like 50 people are waiting for answers that they have right to. Refresh. Now, why, why, how would it refresh you? It will reset you. I realize God doesn't solve current problem. It gives new visions. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. So, there are times that current problems will bombard you. But when God then speaks, it will give you new visions. Because in those new visions are the solutions for the past because current problem is past how did they come into your present they happened in the past either by your mistake or by your ignorance or by someone else's mistake but let's read on it's not Thursday yet I will refresh so I heard the word refresh this morning I will refresh the weary and satisfy and huh? someone that is fainting it said it needs satisfaction Everywhere where you're fainting this morning, God said it will satisfy. Again, can I announce that today will be the best, will be the first day of the best days of your life? Do you believe, darling? Do you believe? You believe? Are you sure? I just want to prophesy, but I've got to read this scripture of mine, though. Go on, sir. At this, I awoke and looked around. Uh-huh. My sleep had been pleasant to me. Uh-huh. The days are coming, declares the Lord. When? When I will plant the kingdoms of Israel and Judah with the offspring of people and of animals. If this was Thursday, but let's spare us. We'll go on. Just Look at how it will rebuild them just as I watch over them to uproot and tear them down. Uh-huh. And to overthrow, the destroy, uh -huh. and bring disaster. Uh -huh. So I will watch over them. To do what? To build and to plant. Can I announce again until you get tired of saying amen that today will be the first day of the best days of your life I intend to keep saying that until you don't say amen anymore God says now I will watch over you God will begin to build things in your life watching it means that you will lay your hands on things and it will build you and you will not be destroyed because today will be the first day of the best days of your life 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why do I keep saying it? I need faith. And I'm not even where I'm going yet. God says, Spartanation, it will watch over you until you are built. He said, I will plant you. And as I knelt before God praying, at the same time battling with the voice that I'm hearing outside, let me go in, let me not go in. I won't tell you what I saw so that I don't use that to steer faith. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. I want to show you the biggest Bible in the world. The Bible that was there before Joseph had a copy of Bible. I'll show you in a minute. Joseph had no Bible to follow. There was no Luke. Are you listening by you? There was no Luke or John Martin in the days of Joseph. But there was a compass to prosperity. The word of the Lord. But God says it will build you. God says it will plant you. God says, declare that. Read on, Sister 29, quickly. In, in, those, in days, those days, people will no longer say, Wait, this is why today will be the best day. The first day of the best days of your life. I want you to hear me now. People will no longer say. It means, if people will no longer say it, it means they've been saying it before. Talk to me now, church. I need you. What would they no longer say? The, the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. What does the message say? It said people will no longer say it is our generation. The parents have eaten sour grapes. And do, do you know what it means for the children's teeth to be on the edge? When that time comes, let me see if this one can help us. That means you're not talking, NYPF. When that time comes, you won't hear the old proverb anymore. Parents ate the green apples. Their children got the stomachache. Today will be the first day of the best days of your lives. Can I please hear a louder amen? Do you know, there are things you are battling with as a consequence of the kind of fruit parents had. You don't know why I'm prophesying this morning. God is about to do a walk in this house in a moment. In a minute. Have you seen Parents reproduce after their kinds because they ate the sour grape. You have something. And so when that time comes, you won't hear the old proverb anymore. anymore. Uh -huh. Parents yes. ate the green apples. Their children got the stomachache. That's what good news says. It says. We are the one, they ate it. And we are the ones battling with stomachache. You don't know it's a stomach ache you are battling with. You just think, well, it's normal. It's my life. I inherited it. God said, whatever came from that generation today, because today will be the first day of the best days of your life, of your life, in the name of Jesus. Shout and believe in it. talking to you put that phone down forget organization I'm talking to you parent at the sour grape and the kids are battling our generation battling with sour grape because some of us the kind of abuse we went through for it to even leave our mind when you get to a place when you're about to break through, the struggle of your parents comes to your mind. But today will be the first day. 
listen to me when I talk about Ghana or Nigeria I don't care about the whole generation it's not gonna work until there is a prophetic dimension or Jamaica or whatever if the older parent eats the saw grape there has to be a prophetic dimension that says it ends here today at their representation of nations here today there's a limit maybe because I've sat with banks I already know the limit a black person I don't care if you're Jamaica or, or, or Nigerian that you're going to get to in this system and how many people will escape so that it looks balanced but we didn't hit the fruit some of you grew up with stomach aches <laughs> it was just there poverty stomach ache mediocrity stomach ache being a victim of where we were born stomach ache what do you say to a guy whose parents have always just sold drug dad and mom you want him to change overnight he's got stomach ache but where who ate this food and you can carry that stomach ache till 70 you know it's still the ache of the parent it's the ache so you know when I hear people talk about changing Nigeria or Africa da, 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 you know what they are trying to do they want to take the fruit from the teeth from the mouth of the parents thinking all oh, this is not going to work let's put our ends into their mouth and take the fruit it's too late bro read on what would they now say go back to NKJV I need to close instead instead everyone in those days will no longer say the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are instead, set on edge instead everyone will die for their own sin I'm very sorry read it one more time and I won't expand shit on it before parents say oh so you're saying no I'm not saying anything I'm declaring God's word read it again instead instead everyone will die for their own listen sin. listen parents cannot use a child to get away from their own fruits that they ate it's not gonna work the only thing you can give them is to make them eat more fruit don't go to church like that but if it's fruit boy it's okay it's the same fruit that you ate it's just it was apple football has made it packaged mango you don't understand your own apple in our father's generation they are apple they plucked it they chewed stones and got it down it's still fruit it's just that now it's in Sainsbury package and it's served and it makes you look better it is more accessible but instead it said those who sin will die for their own sin before our nations are cleansed those who sin will die first for their own sin so I'm not going to be struggling with their eating I'm not going to do it because it's not going to happen <laughs> money can't change it willpower can't change it because it's a consumed thing. It's in the blood vessel. But let's go on. Whoever Who? eats uh, grapes. Their own teeth will be set on edge. End of story. Whoever eats uh, grapes, their own teeth will be set on edge. So we're not going to pay for the mediocrity of the generation that we met in this country. You know, that's why I said today will be the first day of the best days of your life. Thank you. Go on, man. The days are coming, declares the Lord. What will happen? When I will make a new covenant. 
with the people of Israel uh, and with the people of Judah. How would this covenant be made? It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant though I was a husband to them. This one is so deep. You know this is only for Thursday, right? But let's play with it a little bit. He said, though I was their husband, they broke it. They broke our arrangement. So when, I, when we begin to pray today, this is one thing that the Lord asked me to ask you to do. And I'll show you why. It is your covenant with him that makes today the first day of the best days of your life. It's a covenant. If I believe that I'm sent to take nations... All those who are sent with me, we are in the same covenant. That covenant has everything to it. Meaning, he said he took them by hands, meaning they will go through the wilderness and the desert. But because it's a covenant, there's no turning back. That's a covenant. It is covenanted people that will change the world. It has to be covenanted people. Church people cannot do it. They are satisfied with singing and shaking a bit to feel the presence of a God. And God wants me to tell you, you see, the church is not where we come to modify our character. What matters to me is the covenant you've made, not the action you made you did yesterday. Otherwise, the pastor will have to monitor your actions. What did you do yesterday? It can't work. I just need to know the solidness of your covenant. Let me stop. 33. This is the covenant. So are you ready for the covenant now? Yes, sir. Come on now. Talk to me. Yes, sir. If there was a 10-year-old in this, it's still a covenant. It's by binding. God's covenant is not respecter of age. And someone was saying to me yesterday, I mean, asking me actually, when I was this, that, 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 I used to be bold to speak. I used to be this, I used to be that. Why is that changing? And she's still in her 20s. I said, because you've gone old. Now you know that even your talking is not going to work. So why try? That's age. When you were younger, you just spoke. You, you, you didn't have the awareness of, oh, it works here, it didn't work there. Remain a child and just speak. Forget about where it will work or not work. Don't get old. Old means experience. It means we've seen it all. Believe me, you haven't seen it all. God can change a situation within a minute. What is the covenant, Sister Pastor Faith? This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel. After that time, what time? After what time? The time that they used to say, our generation, the parents have done wrong, so we are battling with the consequences. It said, after that time, uh -huh, declares the Lord, I will, I will put my law in their minds. And write it where? On their heart. Then what will happen? I will be their God. And they will be my people. Let me try and rest my case here. Listen to what he said it would do. He didn't say, I will give them a paper with Bible. Did God not know that a time will come when there will be Bibles? Huh? He said, I will put my law in their minds. So, mind governs emotions and feelings. It said, the law that heaven walks upon. Why? Because the first law he mentioned was the law of life. If parents do something, the children bear the consequence. Yeah? Now, it said, let me teach you a divine law. It's heavenly. But I can't put it on paper. I have to write it in their mind. So, my emotion. So what happened to Joseph? No Bible. No leader in Egypt. But God did something. 
to Joseph when he was still in his father's house. He wrote a law in his emotion. Two visions Joseph saw. He saw even his own parents bow to him. Covenant is love. So when trial and temptation came, he couldn't yield to Potiphar's wife because he understands by vision. Wait. I need you to understand this. How do you test a real vision shown by God? I don't mean the vision people sleep and wake up and say, I saw this in my dream. That one, I yet I mean... What he gives you as Joseph. So look at how God writes his law. Please hear this. You know why this was confusing? When we as kids wake up and have big dreams in life, we were told to shut up. How are you dreaming like that? Even churches. I don't know. My church, in my church, whatever that means, is dreaming. Or buying a big building. But I as the member should not dream of a mansion. But anyways. This is how God writes his laws. Remember Joseph's emotion. God comes and shows him a big dream of the moon and the stars bowing to him. How did we know that God wrote his law that day? The moral compass. Joseph knew without being told, if you touch Potiphar's wife, the dream I showed you is erased. God's big dream is man's moral guidance. You didn't hear me, did you, man? What you call big dream, I want to also, did they not tell us in this world? If you want to be big, don't do crime. Don't do this. Don't do that. I don't know how Boris became prime minister. Wait. Prime minister, David Cameron, just told us that even as prime minister, so he used to smoke weed. I said, no wonder. I'm not condemning weed. Jamaicans are here. That's for not seeing you in jail for a long time. But look at this. They said Riley is here as well. I just heard it in front. They said Riley is here. People just said no, no. <laughs> Listen to this. Please. Let me, because I need to close now. I need us to pray. And when I ask you to pray this morning, I hope you pray. I hope you will say today is the first day of the best days of my life why because the dream he gave you was your compass the dream he gave you was why you can't do what others do not that you want to be a good boy or a good girl it is when he gave you a dream he also wrote the law to fulfill that dream in your heart. So what does the devil do? The devil said, look at so, so, so. He got there and he does this wrong. God says, no way. You don't understand what I wrote. So when I was feeling like I can't do it, it is he wrote something on your mind. So you see my emotions. That's what the devil wants to seize first. Because it won't be because that's the writing of the law. A person is living in sin by reading this. The devil is the devil never wants you to read the Bible. No, the devil never wants you to read your mind. Please. Is this in the Bible? I, it, my law will be in their mind and I will write it on their heart. So he said, you will love the Lord. They asked Jesus, he said, which is the greatest commandment? 
It said, love the Lord and love people. Chai. Your heart. It said, you will love the Lord your God with your heart. In other words, if you define love outside of your heart, you don't know what love is. So, a girl can quickly fall in love with the wrong guy if her mind is already seized by emotion rather than by God's law. You are into high tea, right? Okay. This is how this works. So this young man wakes up. Remember where the law is written. His mind and his heart. Okay. Finance, Abby. Come, please. Sit by him. Let's close this service. Let me tell you, just the same way you woke up, and you felt the stomach ache. It's the same way you woke up and the law was already written there. Even when you have not met Jesus. A covenant person has the law written in their mind and their heart. Cultures are built to take away that law. Difficulty is built to make you forget what is in your heart. So when problems, I told you when 3,000 problems bombard one's phone, what do you do? You go back into your heart. There's a law written there that can interface with the law of life that is fighting against you. Why is the test coming consistently? Because it, do, it doesn't want you to read your mind and heart. You've got to read the message. So, have you seen the day when every problem is just coming at once? It means don't read, don't read, don't read that. So in that day, you managed to open the Bible a bit. But it wasn't interesting, right? Calm down. Go in now. So, you work in finance. In your company, there is a law of finance. That's what builds that company. This guy works in IT. I want to use examples now. And this is not literal at all. This guy works in IT. So a guy walks into Pastor Haber's life. And Haber looks at him. Say, oh, he's just turning my heart. Yeah, right. He just turning the writings. So have you heard the word, it broke my heart. It said the law I gave to them at first, they broke it. Why did they break that law? They formed another high door. If the devil wants to get me, it will make me forget that the law is written in my heart and I'll begin to look at what's happening in Enrique's life. That's me trying to put the church together. Now they write the law upon Arthur or Nathan or so. He would say, restore my heart. So this lady now can easily be controlled because the heart is somewhere else. So it is not about the activity or relationship with God. It's about whoever she gives her heart to, who Satan has access to. So our life is not on our terms anymore. Why did God keep his law within your heart? So that you can produce by yourself. This guy's mine. These are just examples. He wakes up and says, I like alcohol and weed. I don't, even, I don't even know how to do without it. I just want to smoke. Now, don't forget this. That heart also in your company, HSBC or, or Barclays or Goldman. The reason why God puts you there. No, let's start with the reason why they employed you will be most times in this country, to balance the equation. So, you are part of the BIM. Black and a woman. Thank you, sir. It's black. BIM is very interesting. Black and minor. Everybody who is a minus comes here. 
let me tell you, Asia will soon come out of that because they will say, look, we can't be the exchequer. Huh? We can't be the exchequer and be the home office secretary and be minor. I told you when Prime Minister said, um, I used to smoke weed as, um, I know that inspires some of you like, wow. They smoke weed and become Prime Minister. Yeah, the one that started all the referendums of this world. Listen to this now. Let me, let, me, let me try and close this now. Please listen. My first question is, where does a prime minister buy weed from? People are pointing to PK and all around here. PK just say, I wish. said no I didn't sell weed at all but listen to this now where does the prime minister buy weed from from our community because it trickles down so imagine the guy that is going to solve our problem is one of the people funding either as prime minister or as Eton graduate funding a igis and that's still the man that is going to help us but let's leave all that God bless his heart So there is a law in, in HSBC. The law to take HSBC is already written in our heart. Because don't forget, when God wrote this law, it was for nation building and nation taking. The how to be a military, how to be financially um, um, buoyant and liberated, is all in her heart. It was never in her school. Because everything is run by policies. Pastor Jade mentioned it this morning. If you want to destroy young people's life, what do you do? You pass a policy. It's a law. What does it take for the other race to take us black people back into slavery? One policy, you are all back. You can go and riot in Brixton. It doesn't mean anything. Whoever makes the law. So God says, I will write the heavenly law in their heart. Because I can't write in one book how to take God man's serve. The book is a pointer to something. For you search the scripture, boy, and you think. It said you search the scripture, for you think in them you have eternal life. But these are they that speak of this heart. And so, once he touches that weed or that drug or whatever, alcohol, his emotion is already messed up. Once that guy comes into her life, everything she stands for is already messed up. Why is it messed up? The law is broken now. And so he can't read the law. This guy is an IT guy. Honestly to God, all the code. So when people say, oh, it's just a church of young people, I want you to remember that everything you are going to run back home today most of the things you will run back home to is created by young people. I want you to remember that young people became the first set of billionaires by creating Facebook and co. And those young people are in this house this afternoon. There is a law if you are going to join friends who have not met each other before. There is a code. It's a law. Written in the heart of a Mark Zuckerberg, right? Why did God then give it to an unbeliever? Because you were not ready. Where was your heart then? These guys were looking for codes. You were looking for a girlfriend. And what God needed to do at the time, he needed to do it. So he will use the Gentile to provoke the Israelites. It's still a pointer to the fact that there are things yet to be invented. I want you to compare those two lives. Where are your own mates now? You've been worshipping all day. Where are they? They are looking for something else. They said, we're just having fun. What are you looking for? A law in your heart. In the New Testament, we don't give tithe and offering. We give heart. The law of God is what modifies the giving of this house. And 
please hear me clear. You don't have to give. You can still come to church and hear the word and enjoy the music and go home. But I get, I, I, I believe there are hundreds in whose heart something is written. So I cannot compare my giving to the next person. Because it is written in my heart. And if we want to go according to the Old Testament Bible, someone will force you to tithe. But there is something written in my heart. It is a heart matter. It is different from the person sitting next to me. Can I prophesy for a moment? Today will be the first day of the best days of your life. Can I hear an amen? and slaves the law of life sets free from the demands of life this is the law that I found is in my heart this is the law that I found that when I look at it Pastor Hobi you're 26 now 10,000 people maybe and that would be great though 10,000 people are saying it's a cheat, it's a lie, it's this, it's that. Okay, I hear you. And maybe he's cheated you according to the law of this world. But you know, the way I'm looking at him, there's something in my heart. It's a law that says, no, he's a pastor. That this guy will take nations. So what is my job? The farmer that takes his flock. And along the way, the flock passes out waste. But this farmer takes his flock wherever. So if I'm going number 10, I take my flocks with me. If I'm going empty, my flocks are there. Are you listening? Because of what is written in my heart. Then I don't want to compare myself to other pastors because they may be better. They speak better. They have better English. But the thing is, when I see them in those places, I ask, where are your flocks? Say, ah, those are, ah, no, 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 no. Say, you can't trust them. No, no, I'm literally telling you now. Hey, they are still kids. How can I bring her here? Let me tell you, a pastor told me, you know, if you bring your young guys to the same table where you sit, they will feel like you are equal. I don't need them to feel like we're equal. We are. And I need them to be better. They, listen, they, they were born here with passport of this nation. When they open their mouth to talk, their tongue is like, That's, they speak the same thing. So I am the one who really don't have a business on this table. I don't. But God raised me to force that door open to bring them to that table. That's why, sir, you are close to 60 and you're still the one preaching every Sunday. And I said, but I've handed over to another pastor. You are 60, he's 59. It doesn't mean anything. There's a law in your heart. So when I look at you and say, what do you want to be? I expect you to tell me from your heart. Something that is written there. Not what your parents sent you to school to read. Are you listening to me? It is the law of God to break the laws of men. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And God is about to make today. The first day of the best days. So you're going to remove the stomach ache. That's what God says. What will it heal the stomach, your heart? There's a medicine on the heart right now. We'll go through your blood system, your bloodstream. And we'll remove from your bloodstream every ache. Are you listening to me, Michael? You're going to restore your heart. I have no altar call today. You can keep struggling without stomach ache. Or you can say, you know what? The parent eats our grape. I'm going to use the law in my heart to heal it. Can I pray for you in a moment? Or are you able to pray for yourself as well? 
Oh, we want to pray the glory of God. Angels all over this house. Removing from you sour grapes. So wait. Would you get ill if you keep looking at your parents and say, you ate sour grape, you ate sour grape. It doesn't make any sense. There's no need. God said, it shall come to pass in that time. So what, what is your own duty in all of this? Make a covenant today. It's a covenant. If you attend a church, a gathering where you can't say, surely I know God is here. Then don't go there. It's not need. That's not pleasing to Pastor Toby. I've seen church. I don't want another church. I want nation builders. Right on your seat. Those of you who God has given nations. Thank you. Your lives will be beautiful. That's a good song. Sweet.